shit. What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to Third Half Sportscast with Chuck and Kev. I'm Chuck. And I'm Kev. How you motherfuckers doing today? We have a co-host in the house. Anthony, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing fucking great, man. Hell, Special guest. It feels yeah. good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, so, uh, shit, uh, it is the end of the football season. Totally done. No more playoffs. No more regular season. One big game. We left. got the... Uh, Something nobody cares about that they call the Pro Bowl coming out. But, uh, and then a big old I game. I care a little. Just a little. Do you? Do you watch I, it? I like. I just like seeing all the players that don't normally play with each other just interacting. Well, and just, it's kind of well, fun, it's but it's not a good game. It's not like a good football game. No, because you have too much talent on the field at that point, in my yeah. opinion. You know what I mean? When you have all of that talent in one place, it's kind of hard to focus on any kind of game plan to actually make right. a strategy for a game. You know what I'm saying? It's just, all just. It's all just about. Fucking, I think I call it high school of yard football. You know what I mean? It's basically they're letting the quarterbacks run the plays, do all of that. You know what I mean? Call everything right. out. You know, really running receivers, running whatever routes and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean that's uh, there's it's there's no rhyme or reason to anything that happens on the field during those games, other than on defense because it's really easy to call plays for See, for defense. But the problem with the defense is though is they don't play hard. They don't play hard in the pro ball. They don't. They don't. Well, yeah, because they don't want to knock guys. people's fucking heads off. Well, they're smart. Yeah. They, they know it doesn't mean anything. And that's they, why there's contracts involved, and I mean you get injured. That's do you got to put the pressure on it? You all get kicked out of the NFL if you if your team fucking loses or some shit. They, they need something to play for, man. They don't. They they get a little bit yeah. of money, but they they're what do they get like ten grand if they're on the winning team? I think it's like oh, I no. think it's more than that. Yeah, that's more than that. But um, that's but still, but still, their, some of their contracts could be you know thirty, forty million if they don't get hurt and they're like a younger mm. guy, you know, if he's waiting to sign a next Not contract. So there's I don't know. There's a lot of shit involved in there but and you don't want that injury <laughs> i just remember as a kid just seeing all the the cool players the oh yeah like michael Irvin mingling and, with each other yeah and like it's like michael Irvin and barry that, sanders man. on the same field and shit like that it's right like, that's i mean that's incredible things to see you right. know what i mean but it's not a good game it's not it's a good not, football no but as a the, fo- like as, the line a, of as, scrimmage. A, as a true football fan it's great just to see all those players interact on the field together like you said you know what i mean right. that's a that's a really interesting thing to see but as a, a true like football like game fan you know what i mean yeah it, it's hard to watch because it's garbage ass football hey, well, nobody's so playing playoff games dude well, so are the playoff oh, games my God. This, the last yeah, two we'll, last, we'll get yeah. into that in a second cowboys <laughs> and packers was like the only amazing epic game this playoffs pretty much it's pretty so much true. yeah but uh before we get into any of that stuff uh, we would like to take a shot saying uh Thank you, NFL, for a great, great and very interesting seasons. You know, right. uh, there's some teams that we didn't think that we'd see in the playoffs coming into this season in the playoffs, and also teams that we didn't expect at all going to the Super Bowl. I mean, Atlanta Falcons. Well, Patriots. Uh, uh, no, nah, uh, <laughs> we're not saying that. But as a, uh, Atlanta Falcons, before this season started, did you put them as a Super Bowl team? I would. No. Uh, not, but not at all. I'm not super surprised because I feel like they've been like, there, they've been but close, like close, you know what I mean. It's like the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks. You know what I mean? It's like they're there, yeah. but it, they're just not quite there. You know what I mean? But this season, yeah. obviously, is a different story. So, to uh, end of a great football season, and uh, to the fallen soldiers, uh, Detroit, Seattle, you fuckers, we love you guys. Hey, uh, to our yeah. to our Seahawks, to, though, our, man. to the to the to the Hawks. We appreciate so. you. We appreciate. You. We do. We love you. So uh, down the hatch, bitches. <sighs> Damn, that's man. smooth. Oh my god, that was good. It's that VSOP, bro. I told you. V-Sop. Holy shit. Hell yeah. 
I wish wow. I had more of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking this bar dry. Yeah, dude, I buy, I buy, uh, uh, I specifically stock up on eggnog during the what? during the year, and I freeze the shit out of a bunch of it because that brandy and eggnog together is an amazing thing that you need. Dude, in I bet life. that goes well with the hot buttered rum mix too. Oh, it does. It does. It's, I've, it's, I've had that. The hot no buttered shit. rum. Oh, it's amazing. Hmm. Yeah. It is amazing. So, uh, but anywho's. Back to this wonderful NFL season that we were talking about just a moment ago. Uh, God, this last week was, uh, I don't, I really was hoping that these, both of these games to go a different way, to be honest. I really did. I went, I went, I went, oh, for, oh, for, uh, oh, on my picks here. Oh, you, you burned out completely. Oh, I you burned thought the out. Patriots were going to lose? I, I thought the Pats were going to lose. I picked the wow. Steelers. I picked the fucking Steelers and the fucking pick Green Bay. God I, damn I like Green Bay, that. I pick I'm surprised with. I could. I, I almost picked the Steelers to beat the – I almost did. But I just the, felt like the, the Atlanta defense, game, I, I felt, felt like, it was just – Well, I felt like yeah. if they could beat Kansas City without a touchdown, I felt like they could have beat the Patriots. Just because the Patriots offense hasn't been clicking that well, Martellus Bennett isn't 100% healthy. Uh, LeGarrette yeah. Blunt hasn't been able to get on the outside like he has all season in the past few weeks before that. And that dude led the league in rushing touchdowns, though. I know. I, I understand. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not he's saying. Been, I'm he's not, been no. pretty good. I, I, uh, this season, uh, I have I have thoroughly expressed my hate for the New England Patriots. Uh, my wife is a Patriots fan, and it's really rough sometimes. That helps. That that helps. It, 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 it really it really uh, rubs me the wrong way. Because <laughs> uh, I, I know my wife wants to fuck Tom Brady more than she wants to fuck me, but that's okay, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, hey, the guy's guy rich and all, handsome. <laughs> I think that's true for all of me. So I guess so. I guess so. I guess so. That's a good-looking dude, man. He's got a super hot wife, too. I'm actually not. She don't have enough ass for me, but... Well, the, the, and the thing about Tom Brady though is even like coming into this game, like he did this whole like the the fuck you NFL thing that Tom Brady oh, always does. I, yep. I said that I also said that before this season started. Me and him talked about this as well. Yep. Uh, I said Tom Brady was going to come back pissed off like a fucking pissed nope, off yeah. teenager yeah. and come back and rip the NFL to shreds. And Bowl. he only lost one fucking game that entire season, and it's to the team who beat both of these fucking super bowl teams <laughs> in the regular season yeah I, I don't know if you guys noticed that but uh seattle uh yeah as a 12th man i gotta bring my team up i'm All never right, gonna yeah. let it go we gotta never represent go. dude. who's the uh, who's the second team that the, the pats lost to it was uh it was it was the first game of the season or second First or second game? It was with yeah, they were what one with uh with uh, oh, Jacoby Jones or no, it wasn't Jacoby. Jacoby he, no, it was Brissett. Jacoby played one. He Jacoby Brissett, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Brissett, yeah. Jacoby, uh, he, he played uh, th- uh two. He played uh, three and four, and then uh, their first two got injured. That's right. That's he was right. the third stringer, and they they won. They were winning with the third stringer. Well, you remember when Brady got hurt and missed his only year? Right. Matt Castle went what eleven and five. Yeah, it was amazing. It's the Patriots, dude. It's the way Bill Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. Runs Belichick out. I, I, as much as I hate to say this, is by far the greatest. Uh, uh, not greatest to take any away for anything away from Vince Lombardi, whatever you know what I mean. But right. Bill Gel- Bill Belichick is the best coach ever. I think so. Anywhere in football, period. Like, you can't hate. It. You can't talk. the 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 great thing about him is 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 he doesn't fuck around like he doesn't get distracted he doesn't focus on anything but that next game he doesn't care about championship or not he he, he treats every single team and every single game the exact same well, we're gonna no focus bullshit. on that and seriously he doesn't fuck around that's why his motto is do your job yep when it comes right. to that simple i mean he has he has 
if you were to look at his team and take Tom Brady out of the equation and put those wide receivers and stuff on other football teams, it's not nearly as impressive as what the Patriots turn them into. And they're the I like what they do with the running backs, how you have the hammer with Lou Garrett Blunt. You got Deion Lewis and these guys that are quick. You know, they, they can catch passes like a motherfucker. Yep. They're pretty much slot receivers yeah. that can also run the football. And all the things that he does to orchestrate his team, I don't think another coach could do what he's doing with that roster. I mean, if you take Tom Brady out of the equation, because a lot of this is also Tom Brady playing uh, uh, crazy. Uh, yeah. uh, I almost bet they could take fucking Nick Foles, drop him in under oh. Bill Belichick, hey. and they'd win. Easy now. Easy I enough. hate Nick Foles so much. That, you know what's crazy is that season he had. What was it like? Twenty-four touchdowns, one pick, yeah, or something like that. It, when it was it the Eagles? Yeah, with the Eagles, like that first yeah. year, like that's crazy. He did great. He was his he first like season. Like, and then though. he's, but he's terrible. He, it's, that's crazy. Now he is probably other than Case Keenum, the worst quarterback <laughs> in the. NFL. I mean, to be honest, that's why I believe the NFL is all like system and right opportunity. I mean. Well, you know, you get the right play. Like Von Miller in a 4-3 defense is yeah. probably going to be very good. Right. But in a 3-4 th- where he's just an outside linebacker pass rushing. Right. Get on the, let, him, they let him get on the edge. And he's an amazing player too. But he is. Like, his athletic ability is probably that of, you know, any kind of great, you know what I mean, Ray Lewis style, but faster. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. But maybe not quite as cool. No, not. Yeah. Like, let's not get there. Lawrence Taylor might be the best defensive player of all time. Ever, I'm, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Brian Bosworth was a shit. No, I'm just right. <laughs> well, dude, what, what surprises me is that you guys both came into this game thinking that the Patriots stood a real chance of losing. This was one of the games I was more confident. I blew the other pick, but this game, I, I just felt like, and I know what the Steelers did, but it was against the Chiefs, who were playing like the bad version of the Chiefs when Alex, Alex Smith sucks. Yeah, and I just figured the Patriots. It's almost like it's almost like it was like. It's like destiny at a certain point because it's like the Patriots are just so good and it seems so easy for them to keep coming back to the Super Bowl that I I didn't see a way that they could lose and they demolished them, dude. It, ah. they, they lost Le'Veon well, Bell. Well, Le'Veon Bell and yeah. well, it was either late first quarter, or early early second quarter well, that he actually went out. First within the first three runs he had, he he aggravated it and then he went out, came back in. Yeah, and then he, he did one play, and then or he did another play or two or whatever it was, and then he was out. So. Right, and D'Angelo Williams is no Le'Veon Bell. He's so. he's probably the best. Maybe no, Tevin Coleman's backup. probably the best yeah, backup. I was say, but yeah. D'Angelo Williams, he's maybe amazing. The second I won't give him that. Uh, I, will, I, I will give him that. He, he really is. But they just weren't really able to get the ball moving that well. But and, uh, and one thing Bill Belichick does so well is shut out like your best thing. He takes away, and yeah. so you remove Le'Veon Bell. Well, he's just got to shut Antonio Brown down, dude. And then, he did that. And they he did, did that. Uh, Any, anyways, before then, we're doing recaps before we get there. So. Uh, let's let's not get off track here. <laughs> Anywhoosies. Motherfucking shits. Um, anywho. Uh, why? I don't know why I keep saying that, ladies and gentlemen. That's I'm, your catchphrase. I, did. <laughs> I, I guess that's my catchphrase today. It's like definitely in some of the other episodes. <laughs> uh, we're a little we're a little muffed up at the moment. As you can tell, we took a little shot on the air. And obviously, there was a pre-funk before that fucking happened. So, yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> yes. But, uh. Let's actually start the recap the way that we were fucking supposed to, and uh, let's talk about this fucking Green Bay Packers getting their asses handed to them by the Atlanta Falcons. Oof. Well, drop passes and a fumble. Oh, and dude, Atlanta what? jumps up quick, and their offense is so, amazing so, as it is. So, uh, honestly, any game that you ever watch in the NFL, when your quarterback is the leading rusher of your fucking team, you didn't win that game. 
No. 98% of them? Yeah, and the, unless you got Colin Kaepernick, Tyrod Taylor, or Russell Wilson in those pictures. And even then, you don't want to see your quarterback having to pull no. this. That's not their job. You know? No, he he got... Uh, on four carries, he ran for forty-five, four or what? Forty-six yards. Excuse me. No, forty-five. My bad. Well, uh, and uh, really, you you just can't let that happen. I mean, Ty Montgomery only went three for seventeen. I mean, that is fucking terrible. Well, like, it's not just Ty Montgomery. Just any Green Bay running back. They couldn't I mean, get anything. Going. Nothing. That's not what I'm saying. As a team, they ran for a hundred yards. You know, on seventeen tries, like that's not good football. Well, in this game, and this is like this is why I praise Atlanta's defensive coordinator, right? Because one of their their things is that they don't have the best defense, but they they have this ability on offense where once they get a lead, they're allowed to they they bring in their pass rushers, and then these guys are juiced up, and they let them over pursue, which will give up either big runs or big plays. Yeah. But they get uber aggressive, you know, and they they go after you. And what happened was, you know, they forced. What at halftime it was you know zero to fourteen, so they can they can take their foot off the gas pedal even though they didn't, and they can start slamming them on defense, and it made Green Bay one dimensional. You know you knew they couldn't afford to just run the ball anymore. It was over. They had to throw, and the well they passes. had to they had to try to score. I mean really that was that was his. You got to try to keep up at that point on the offense. Plus you have Aaron Rodgers, no running game, so no it's just logical. Yeah. You're just gonna start slinging it. And Atlanta could pass rush, and it just and they have good DBs, at least one. Why did he did he even play? Uh-huh. Mark, uh, no, Trufant. No, Tr- I don't think Trufant played. Trufant didn't even play. I need that injury report. All the main memory I had of this game was the the fact that I felt like that fumble you were talking about, uh, Ripkowski. Yeah, uh, you know that that turned the tide. That turned the entire tide of the game, man. They were already struggling, and then they finally get this drive because Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he was still making plays at this point, minus the a few drops. But they get down there, and then that fumble. Once that fumble happened, I, I felt like it was really the wind out of the sails. It was gone. I felt like right. it was over for him. Yeah, you just sort of felt like just the players, just the looks on the players, like in the Georgia Dome. It's in the Georgia Dome. It's loud. Like that's the last thing you want to do is let oh. the home team and you know in the Georgia Dome or the get squ- fired or, up. You know, Central League Field or wherever. You don't want to let the home team go up early. Yeah. Because then the pass rushers don't have to. They have you know the offensive line has to deal with the noise, so the yeah. pass rushers can just tee off. Dude, and, and they know they have to Julio. pass. What about that dude? Oh my god, that stiff arm, that crossing route he ran that, with that yeah. fucking stiff arm. The guy's a fucking freak of nature. He is. He's uh, uh, probably the best receiver in the league this season, in my talent wise. Is he the, the best? Is he the least talked about best wide receiver? In I, the I would imagine time? probably the yeah, most he's, underrated top. top like he has receiver. no commercials, no nothing. Like OD, uh, Odell uh, Beckham Antonio and Antonio Brown, Brown have all the commercials, yeah. and rightfully so, they're amazing. Right. But Julio Jones, but Julio I think, Jones, is better than them. I, I honestly would think so, just because he's such a big body guy and, and he's, he's fast. fast. He's fast, and as he's fuck. physical as fuck. Like he was not afraid to fucking play bump and run. You know what I mean? Like he will fucking hit somebody oh, yeah. and keep going. Like not like get the fuck off me. Like and I loved watching him play. Like as much as I hated seeing him do it to fucking Seattle, <laughs> it was just. Like you, you got to be entertained watching. He's got to respect like greatness. You do, well, you do, you, you know? do, you do. If I'm starting a team, right, and I had the choice out of those three receivers you just mentioned, uh, aside from the injury history that Julio Jones has, which kind of sucks, I still think he's better than the rest of them, and I would pick him to start a franchise around than the other two. Honestly, 
The only other guy so that, that you can talk about when it comes to being a top receiver in the league when uh, is really honestly Antonio Brown. I think so. You, you know, I mean, Odell is like close, but I think Antonio Brown's above no, Odell. No, but Odell isn't physical like those guys are. That's what I mean. It's like for Except all for around receiver. <laughs> yeah, but fucking well, Antonio's not real physical. He's just quick and he's a pure route Yeah, but runner, he's not you know? afraid to hit anybody though either. Yeah. Though that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like Odell Beckham. You see him start going down before the hit half the time you know what i mean like yeah if he breaks that first tackle he's gone yeah he's but, gone yeah, but, but yeah. that's what i'm saying like he definitely is 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 intimidated by players on the field you know what i'm saying like you got guys like julio jones who's not fucking afraid and not one defender in the league really honestly who goes across the middle and catches a ball in against seattle because there's two guys back there that are ready to rip your fucking head off and he did it with no fucking fear totally Oh yeah, and the thing I love about Julio too is like he doesn't talk a lot. No, I lo- like, like Larry quiet. Fitzgerald. He's, yeah, he's, he's not just quiet and he's a badass. He works. He, like, well, he lets I love the, he those lets guys his, like he that. lets his play do the talking. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's a true. And to me, that's a true athlete because you and, ain't gotta talk shit to win. And like you said, he's hurt all the time, but yet he's still playing. And he put, like, this and was that, through an injury. Yeah, like he's a hundred and eighty yards on, on on nine targets for or uh, nine receptions on twelve targets. You know what I mean? That's an average yeah. of twenty yards a fucking catch. He's a beast. Like, and you, this beast. is a this is a fucking NFC Championship game. Like, like, and you're going for 180 yards. Like, that's fucking. And you see the difference where Odell just like drops passes and like gets all pissed off and emotional. Well, and well just, uh, uh, the thing for Odell is Odell has never been in any kind of situation remotely close to that or that big of a game. But still, know? Julio hadn't before, and he, you know. He played pretty well. Oh, wait, how long has Julio been in the league? He wasn't there when they won like the Super Bowl? seven years? No, yeah. not the Dirty Birds, the, the Jamal Dirty, Anderson? No. The, no, he won with Tony Gonzalez the year before the Seahawks did. They didn't win that year. No, that's right. Atlanta hasn't won. That's right. They, they, lost to, they lost to the fucking Ravens that year. That's right. Because they beat no, out the No, the Ravens beat the Giants. You're saying in the Super Bowl? No, wait, 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 wait. When the Ravens won with Ray Lewis Ru- and shit? So, Russell Wilson's rookie year. Tony Gonzalez went out with the, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, went out with a fucking. They lost to the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Oh, that's what it was. And the 49ers played the Ravens. That's right, that's right. The, 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 the Bahar Bobble. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, I, I'll do it. Oh, I'm sorry, ladies and gents. I'm a little muffed up. That was fun. Uh, I was getting all kinds of fucking confuzzled. Yeah, it happens. Well, you uh, know, this is, I mean, this is a red flag, though, for uh, for Green Bay. And what it showed was that, like, this is the same thing. You get into the playoffs. You get in there without a running game. This is what's going to happen to you. You need to be multidimensional. You can't just. Especially when you got fucking Vic Beasy playing on the defensive line, dude. You, like, Dude's you, good. Like oh, yeah. it's already hard even with a running game to get it going against a guy like that, and then you get him f- fresh, you know, coming in. He didn't play last week, the week before against Seattle, and uh, really came into that game ready to play, and uh, it, obviously eager because it's Super Bowls on the line. You know, everybody's putting everything they got out there, and uh, it, it showed because uh, an entire team couldn't get a hundred yards fucking rushing. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm saying, yeah. how many guys they have back there other than Aaron Rodgers? Four or five guys running the ball. You know what I mean? Five, was, five guys carried it. You know what I mean? At so, least once. Yeah. Maybe it, should, they should have put more uh, Brett Hundley in. Yeah. <laughs> 14 yards one, of carry. One, yeah, one, 14 one, yards of carry. One carry for 14 Hundley. yards. So, uh, 
Yeah, that might be their new starter. I mean, uh, it was just, it wasn't great. I mean, Kristen Michael ran the ball five for fucking 11. What is that, dude? I just imagine if they still had Eddie Lacy. This could have been a totally See, different that, script. See, that, that, that's, I like, a lot of, the, to me, Eddie Lacy is probably one of the most underrated running backs in the league. Because that guy is such a powerhouse, dude. He, he like They he didn't give it to him much, though. You know what's no, crazy? He was like, playing with Starks, I believe, right? Yeah, last season he did. Was, no, this Brandon year, Stark. like when he was playing, like, I remember, like, the first three or four weeks, he had, he was averaging, like, five and a half yards a carry, which is, like, top five, that's probably. And, but yeah. he was, like, not even in the top 15 or 20 in fantasy points. Right. Well, that's So they good. just weren't giving it to well, him. Well, not in the red zone because Aaron Rodgers dropping bombs to Jordy Nelson. Not, they didn't have the yards either, though. Well, like, what they happened? They He was my first-round pick, and it burned me because Green Bay did this dumb shit where they would play – they would take turns on drives and, or something like that. They would do like a quarter where this guy gets the ball and a quarter where this guy gets the ball. And yeah, Eddie Lacy yeah. wasn't getting nearly the workload. And then he then he got banged up and you know. And uh, dude, I just I just feel like that guy is such a fucking powerhouse. He runs. He's a he's a bigger, stronger Marshawn Lynch in my opinion. Just not the shiftiness, yeah. quickness. Right. That's that what I mean. He doesn't have the lateral movement. That's exactly but like, what I was gonna but say. Yeah, the lateral exactly, movement, the physicalness. That, yeah. You know, Marshawn Lynch has a fucking eight foot sidestep. You know what I mean? Like uh, nobody in the league has that. Kind of fucking move movement. That's you know what's what I mean? yeah. I can get a whole another oh, that's a, exactly, But anyway, exactly. exactly. You know what I'm saying? Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Lacy it, to me is that kind of running back. You know what I mean? There's uh, he's he's like Frank Gore. You know what I mean? It's like guys like that. You know, there's not many of those guys left in the league that are just those big bodied, just well, physical Eddie running. Is a whole back. other big than Frank Gore. Ah, oh, dude, I put them in the same. Frank Gore's a badass. He's a uh, but Eddie Lacy's a lot bigger than him. Well, yeah, uh, over the last season, but when Eddie Lacy first started, he was the same shit as Frank Gore was. You know yeah. what I mean? Ed, Eddie Lacy gained a lot of weight throughout these years that he's been playing, and uh, the, obviously this Eddie. last season he came back. Really, he came back in shape compared to last year because la- last yeah. year was just he was just a fat boy trying to get. Trying oh, yeah, to get you the could buff. see it. Yeah, you could his his jersey. <laughs> you could see that bitch stretching. But he was good. He was good though. He was. I mean, I mean you couldn't say. Shit about it he didn't just didn't have the quickness that he had but you wonder if he like cut up and lost 10 pounds and cut that into physique like what what he could do well he did he did that this off season coming into this season right and and i think not taking care of himself to the fullest extent the previous years before that that let him get to that size and then trying to train that hard plus play football within a you know four or five month period you know that's that, that that put takes a lot of toll on your body yeah, and uh, uh, I just feel like maybe if he would have tried to try to do a little more healthier, I don't know uh, what happened in his off season to, to to get him not not being able to be as durable as as he has been throughout the seasons that he's played with Green Bay. Um, I it just, affected him. It definitely, I feel like that did affect him. And uh, really, like we were talking about though, it, getting back to this recap game, uh, I feel like if they would have had any Lacey. Like like you had said, it would have been a completely different game. Well, I mean, good for the Falcons though. They look fucking unstoppable right now. Their offense looks so crazy, and it's gonna be. This was I was expecting more of a shootout. Honestly, I was. Expecting I was too. I, I, I was excited I, for the game. What I, was what really I said, what I said really, last yeah. week for my bold pick, I said oh, both teams are gonna score over forty points. I just felt like one I, team listened to you. Yeah, they did. It, but uh, it, it was just. Well, Green Bay put up, to, what, 20 in the second half? If they just showed up in the first half, you would have had your, your wish. Yeah, 40-40. that's what I'm saying. I, like, I, 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 I felt like they were capable. I just the, – uh, the drops, man, just murdered yeah, them, dude. Like, uh, 
but you know, it, it's it's an NFC Championship game, and when you're playing a guy like Matt Ryan, who's averaging probably 350 yards a game this season, you know, if not better. Um, do you win the MVP? Do you guys know? Uh, no, official? they don't choose that until the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's got to be. He, it's going to be him, especially with his performance in the playoffs. If it's not him, if it's Tom Brady, dude, it's, it's, this rigged. It's not. It has no credibility. No, if it's not Matt Ryan, it has no credibility. He has nowhere near the yardage or touchdowns that Matt Ryan has a season. You know what I mean? Matt Ryan has completely blown anybody out. I mean, unless you want to talk about rushing yards. Uh, but other than any other quarterback in the league, nobody's going to hold a candle to him when it came he to yards. He remind me of like a yards Drew Brees this, this year. Season. You know what I mean? He well, in an NFC Championship game, you throw four touchdowns. What the fuck is that, dude? Like that's that's an incredible feat, in my opinion. Well, you know in Green I mean? Bay, really, this offseason, they need to work on their secondary. Man, they look oh. like shit. They look, uh, dude. In previous yeah. season, and uh, I I don't know what the fuck is going on with that Ha Ha Clinton Dix guy because uh, in previous seasons he's been, uh, in my opinion, a real clutch guy for them, being able to stop key third downs on passes and stuff like that. And this season, he just really didn't he didn't stand out like he had in previous seasons. What's well, he's what Zach's third year? He's third or fourth year, yeah. But I'm just, in his in his first two seasons, he made a big splash. Yeah, you know what I mean. No That's for sure. And uh, I just feel like he needs to maybe focus more on football or what. I don't. Well, know it depends what he has around him too. Like you know, Sherman didn't have a great year. No, he did not. Like when it's not fully intact. I mean, it's you know, it's tough to just go off no, like is. numbers and be like he had a bad year. There's uh, no, it's not. It's not just numbers. And I don't just know watching for sure. it, watching him play football this season. I just don't feel like yeah he was playing anywhere near the caliber that he had played in his first at least first two seasons. You know what I mean? He, right. He was much more. I felt like he was a lot quicker in his first two seasons. You know, and I don't think in your first four year spans there should be any kind of change in your performance. Well, you know, the the good news, though, is that the Falcons move on, and Aaron Rodgers now gets to go home and bang his hot-ass girlfriend for the rest of the offseason, and he gets to make more commercials and probably make more money off these fucking commercials he's doing now than he was even making this year anyways. Probably. I mean, good on that, dude. He's he's got it going on. Hey, I ain't hating. I'm not hating. Not on that guy. Good for him, man. Not on that guy. I hate that guy. I might hate him. I'm jealous in a good way. I'm not hating. I'm jealous. No, you got to feel for him. He is a Detroit fan. That is his depression. Oh, that Hail Mary, man. I've seen it one too many times. I forgot about that aspect. Yeah, he's a... Aaron Rodgers is a sore subject for him. I was happy to see it's it. It's like seeing Nasty Nate, you know what I mean? He just takes everything from you, dude. What the fuck, bitch? Like, <laughs> just like fucking everything, bro. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Poor Detroit. Poor Detroit. But, hey, it's all right. It's all right. They, they had a decent season, you know. They made they made it as far as they did. I was really surprised, especially after after losing all of the key players that they did on their defense throughout the, the last couple injuries seasons. at running back. Uh, no yeah, running game. No oh. running game whatsoever. Who was it? Who was it? Zach Zenner. Like Zach Zenner. Zach Zenner. Like that was their playoff yeah, running back. Riddick till he got, Riddick got hurt. That's what I'm saying. In the postseason, though, it was what Zach Zenner, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Little white boy. That? Yeah. The little best little white running back in the league, according <laughs> to Michael <laughs> yeah. Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he said that too, dude. I'm yeah. not saying that. Michael Bennett like said that in an interview. He's like, Hell this is yeah. the best white running back in the league." Not a lot of good ones. Not a lot of good. <laughs> I, there's not. There's not. They're, I, they're honestly, That's the funny it? part of it. <laughs> As seen by Rutkowski fucking fumbling. Them. That's what happens when you give it to a white guy. Yeah, they fuck shit up. You give it to time on gun. I have that tattooed on my body for a reason. <laughs> fuck shit up, dude. That's what I'm good at. <laughs> Do you legit got that tattoo? No shit. He does. 
I thought yeah. you went to Florida State. Fuck no. That's what bitch. I thought. That's what no, I'm, I didn't I, even I see legitimately it. Legitimately no, so so we grew growing up. We found out like we we had our little fucking skate crew. We called ourselves fuck shit up. And then we once we grew up, we found out there's like a real legit gang that's called fuck shit no up. Shit. They're a bunch of fucking like fucking like Boston Irish white dudes like that fuck shit up. And there, <laughs> my buddy was at a bar in Seattle and he has it tattooed on his hand all gang style like fucking just because we were little kids you know what I mean like 15 years old and uh, he's like he's like fuck shit up where'd you get that tattoo bro? He's like what the fuck? He's like I've had this since I was a little kid. He's like he's like where are you from? He's like said where we were from and stuff like that. He's like he's like I don't know nobody from there. What the fuck? Like and all of a sudden like oh, a shit. bunch of fucking dudes stood up ready to fuck my brother up at the bar like yeah and he's like whoa 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 dude like you guys are taking this a little way too serious here like <laughs> the but, tattoo uh, backfired on you yeah i guess so like so like <laughs> all my all my bros growing up were all way older than me so i got it but but they all got it tattooed like gang style so i got it like fucking legit letters so that way nobody would fucking if i ever got arrested they wouldn't put it as a gang Smart. tattoo She's like, I went to Florida State. No, I'm just a fucking Florida State fan, dude. Do I look smart enough to go to fucking college? Hey, they don't have to know I that. I wonder if these dudes are out there beating up Florida State fucking people. Uh, <laughs> uh, I doubt bitch, that. Huh? No, they're, they're like, I don't know. They're fucking crazy fuckers. My, <laughs> my cousin's in that shit. He's got it like, they brand you. Like, they're fucking gnarlers. Like, they just, they fuck, they literally, they fuck shit up. <laughs> Anywho, again, back to that fucking statement. My bad. I love it, dude. I'd say keep that one. Or any hoosies. Any hoosies. <laughs> fucking shit, dude. Yeah, trademark that. Uh, uh, fucking copyright, Sell bitches. some fucking yeah. t-shirts. Dude. Oh, yeah. Any hoosies, just with a fucking yeah. big-ass beard, ginger bearded motherfucking <laughs> face on there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, poor, poor Packers. Go Falcons. You know, uh, Hell yeah! They well, shit, dude. Do the Falcons have a chance at knocking off the Patriots? We'll, get, we we'll, 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 we'll get into that. In that's a that's few called moments. a teaser. That, that's a <laughs> teaser for what we have coming up in store. But uh, let's get into this next recap game here. And we got the Pittsburgh Steelers just getting actually absolutely shut down by the fucking New England Patriots. <sighs> Brutal. You got to score touchdowns. God damn it, Steelers! I wanted you to go. Even as a Seattle fan, I hate you guys with a fucking passion. I hate. I New don't. Eng- I, hate, I don't know why. I, I, but I hate anyways, New England that much. You know what I mean? I, as much as I hate, hate the Pittsburgh Steelers and Big Ben Roethlisberger, that rapist, fucking <laughs> motorcycle crashing retard. Uh, uh, <laughs> All Steelers fans are like, fuck this podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> we just lost like thirty percent of them. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not not really. I, I mean, I can't, I can't take anything away from his football. You know what I mean? No, guys, that's completely separate. No, that is course. completely separate. Just like know, a lot of people probably hate the Seahawks. To oh be honest. fuck, dude! Like, There's a guy at my work hate Russell Wilson just because he seems like too much of a goody goody. Yeah, suspicious like, to me. Because we, <laughs> we, once you have success, people just hate. Dude, it. that's a good thing. Look at Kanye West. Yeah. Boom, we were just talking about that earlier. Well, did you see Big Ben after this uh after this uh ass whooping he got he's talking about this uh this um oh I don't know, I'm gonna think about my family, all stuff like talk, yeah, he might, time he talk might talking about retirement. Yeah. He says he would, doesn't know if he's gonna come back. I'd put a hundred dollars right now he's coming on back. it because one, he'll have to pay the Steelers eighteen million dollars if he does leave, and he's not gonna pay him eighteen million dollars yeah. to cut Hell out of his contract. No. No. And How many kids that, he got? He huh? How many kids he's got? I got no idea. Probably enough to enough to party. I'll tell Dude, you that much. If, as long as he ain't like Sean Camp, he's good. But it's like he so one he's got one of the best receiving crews. If Martavis Bryant was 
actually not suspended this year, yeah. it would have been even crazier. So he, no quarterback with with this window they have with this offense that they have, dude. You're not gonna bail out dude, of that. That's it, ridiculous. You're gonna, next season, you're gonna have a healthy Le'Veon Bell, a healthy healthy fucking uh, Antonio Brown, and. Uh, Martavis Bryant. Martavis Bryant. Eli Rogers he, could emerge. Exactly. He seems like a nice little weapon. We'll see. Uh, yeah, so, uh, it, I mean, coming into next season as a quarterback, he has to be excited about this shit. Oh, There's no way. Is, dude. Well, I mean, but anytime after a big loss or or injury, you know, every player talks about Yeah, this was hours so. after the loss. Of course. Earl exactly. Thomas said the same exactly. thing. Exactly. And do we think Earl Thomas is going to retire? No. He already said he's no. coming back. No right. way. He, he thought about it for a week, and he's like, oh, hell no, dude. I love what I do. Well, in Big like, Ben's- How could you? not though man you get to you get to play football you know what i mean and get paid for it. i mean on a prolific I, I, offense uh, well my whole thing is like uh, as a fan you know what i mean honestly i wouldn't even i wouldn't even care about the fans or the fame or the endorsements or none of that if you gave me fifty five thousand dollars a year i would play football for money you know what i mean oh like, yeah i well, i would love nfl every- that's a I the did whole, the physical toll that that's different, man. Man, fuck that shit. I'd play would, football <laughs> in theory. I'd play football, yeah, for fifty five thousand dollars a year. But. Dude, fuck that. I would do it just to be able to be in that situation and do that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I but I I played football growing up, and I like I dude, I miss that. I miss it that much. I would I would I, I wouldn't even care if I was filthy rich off of doing it. You know what I mean? As long as as you know, if I got seriously injured and I had an insurance plan to cover me, like on an FMLA plan or a fucking LNI claim. Or something of that sort, you know what I mean? These players don't have that, you know. But, you know, like as a regular job, you know what I mean? I would do it, you know what I mean? What's well, that love of that game that you got, man? See, I never played. But I'll tell you one thing. Uh, fucking Ben Roethlisberger, he's got that love of the game, too. Yeah, and he's he not retiring. I think he's one of those dudes. He's an attention whore, and I think he wants, you know, the team to come out and be like, oh, man, oh, Big Ben, we kind of done without him. Like, he wants a little bit of praise, and then he'll come back. Or he wants the fans to be like, oh, no, not Big Ben. Don't leave us. And then he comes fighting back like, like the hero in the yep. movie. Like he type, loves yeah. that shit. He is. I mean, as as much as I hate that guy, I just he is a good quarterback. He really is. Uh, and I hate Tom Brady more though. So well, and like what what you said earlier on the podcast about Bill Belichick, right? Taking taking the best player out of the equation once they lost Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I remember seeing them. They would bracket. Not, not only would they bracket Antonio Brown once. Once they got past the twenty, there was <clears throat> three um, routes that he ran into the end zone where he was triple covered. They didn't give a fuck. They said, "You know what? Put one of your other guys up. Make one of them. Force them to catch the ball." And it showed, like one, that's what the Patriots do best. They take away your best thing all the time. But it also showed that the Steelers. I mean, what was it? 70% of their offense came from Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown this year. That's an insane margin. You you take one of those players gets injured, you take the other ones out of the game, dude. It, I mean, it's a wrap. You know, what, what are you supposed to do against that? And then the Patriots just kept making it rain on them, dude. Just making it fucking rain. Yeah, well, it's Tom, Tom Brady. I, I, I said this in the in the off season and stuff like that. Tom Brady is going to get suspended for four games, and when he comes back, he's going to make the entire NFL pay for it. He and, did, uh, and not not to be a cocky asshole, but he did it to everybody but the Seahawks. And uh, hey, we got to hold on to something. We got, dude. We got to hold on to something. <laughs> that ass whooping we put on Detroit. Yeah, I'm holding on to that too, bitch. Oh, <laughs> oh dude. So what if I was to tell you guys, right, coming into the season, that the playoffs, in the playoff games, 
there would be a wide receiver named Chris fucking Hogan that had better than Julio Jones stats in a, in a fucking football game in the playoffs. Really? No, Chris he had an, Hogan. no, he had identical. Or oh, he, he had better. I think no, he had, he had identical. TVs. No, he went nine for twelve with freaking one hundred and eighty yards. That's, That's insane. Both of them identical. Wow. Identical. That's crazy. Identical. That's crazy. Go, I, 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 literally an identical game. What about touchdowns? Uh, I touchdowns even. Let me get to the. Rest. Oh yeah, it, dude! Literally straight up identical identical. games, except for Julio Jones had a long of seventy three, and Chris Hogan had a long of thirty. Now the dummies in next year's draft are going to take Chris Hogan with the third, third round. round. <laughs> Second well, third what, round. Well, hey, hey, we still got one more game to see if this guy is really going to be their next it fucker. He can't be, dude. I can't. One with a name like that is too white for me. Well, they're, they're dude. Fucking white Hulk Hogan, motherfucker. Hulkamania. You don't like that shit, bitch. <laughs> dude, the Patriots are all about the the white wide receivers, though. I they mean, got whitey's everywhere, man. Chris Hogan, West Welker, Edelman, West Welker, Welker was one. Uh, there's another guy. There's another Gronk? guy. They have him right now. Uh, Amendola. Are yeah, the, Dan are they Amendola. the whitest team in the NFL? I'd say they're the whitest team. The wide receiver uh, by far. By far. By. Uh, far. I don't know about the entire team. Dallas Cowboys are pretty fucking honky. Uh, that whole offensive line is all white boys, isn't it? Except the left tackle. Yeah. At least. Uh, Fred, Frederick. And then you got or, Jay, or and not then Frederick. Like, most of their defensive guys are honkies, too. No shit. Sean Lee. I, oh, yeah. I wouldn't say most. Well, Sean actually. Lee's half Asian. I figured that out on that la- uh, one podcast we no, did. No, he's not. He's fucking half Asian, dude. Dude. Oh, no, shit. he's not. Sean Lee. No, right. he's not. We talked about this. No, he's not. We fucking we'll looked at that. We'll put a bet on it for after the dude, podcast. Oh, dude, I'll you. bet you five bucks right now. A, a five, five bucks. Fiver. Five bucks. Five bucks. Dude, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we just shook on that shit. That racist Sean son Lee's of a bitch. Asian, just dude. because his last name's Lee, you think he's racist. <laughs> he's have a guy, related to Bruce we have a, we have a guy at our work, the Sheet Metals guy's last name is Lee, and he's full-blooded honky, motherfucker, and it's even spelled L-E-E. Not this dude, man. Yes, Not this dude. dude tackling. He's fucking honkified, dude. Clay Matthews honkified. <laughs> Clay Matthews. That got was it. The, we did, we just said a super racist turn. I'm sorry for all you fucking honkies listening. I don't know. <laughs> fucking <laughs> white people. <laughs> fucking honkies. But no, you're right. That's As a, there's three honkies sitting at a table talking about football. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing one thing this game showed me uh, is that the the Patriots look so fucking sharp. They look so Ugh, precise. So Everything they bitch. do, it just seems executed so well that it's like. The, they won't make a mistake. You really, really, really have to force Tom Brady into well, a weird situation well, for him to well, even make a slight mistake. And you can't even give Le- Garrett Blunt any credit for the game that they had. You know what I mean? Yes, he did have a touchdown. I a, will beast, give, a beast touchdown. A, a beast touchdown. A beast mode-esque. Uh, I, I, I would definitely add. agree with that. But he went 16 carries for 47 yards. Yep. He did not have that spectacular of a game. And, and that says something about Tom Brady. You know what I mean? That guy being able to win games, even when people try to snuff out your one half of your offense, basically, just because of the way that Bill Belichick without Gronk coaches. too, and without, without Gronk, Gronk, you know what I mean? Uh, Martellus Bennett ended up playing in this game. He was questionable coming into it, and uh, he came in and uh, he somewhat performed. Uh, I mean, he wasn't not stellar, uh, but he uh, wasn't stellar. Thirty-two, I believe. Uh, let me find that some I mean, either way, it, it it just goes to show that like what when I predicted this game, I thought it was gonna be more of a Deion Lewis game because I expected a shootout. I I thought a lot of screen passes, a lot of those those running backs playing wide receiver, which they love to do. But this game was so out of control after you know what was it, after like the third quarter that they could just salt the game away and shove Lugarit Blunt up the gut and just they they didn't need a care anymore. No, they didn't. Uh, I mean, I, I after halftime, it, it really. You know, and then they got midway into that third quarter. It was just really 
Pittsburgh just lost all momentum completely at that point. You know, I just I, they knew they were going to lose, and really, I just felt like they were just trying to get through the rest of the game without getting anybody else getting hurt, and especially losing Le'Veon Bell. That guy is such a great, uh, you know, part of their team, and not having him on the field, I feel like definitely it changed the game. They changed the game 110 percent for them. You know, I, I felt like that that was also you know not not only did they, did they fumble and shit, it was just I felt like. It just, it just, well, it just sucks. I mean, next to David Johnson, he's probably the best pass catching running back in the NFL. So, I mean, missing him, that's a that's a big thing. And now this is two years in a row where they get into the playoffs without Le'Veon Bell, and then something happens. You right. know, so the Steelers fans are probably feeling that burn about like the what what can we do in a playoff game with him? Well, uh, they can't complain too much. And Martavis man. Bryant, a full oh. Steelers offense, right? You know, next right. season, watch out. No way is fucking big. Well, that's the problem. Is we're always saying that, like, oh, the next full. Year. Just imagine the full Steelers offense together, but well, Le'Veon Bell is either getting suspended or hurt. Well, that, that, and that counts. It does, yeah, it does. That counts. That's towards you know towards their performance. Uh, I I definitely agree with you on that. It, and uh, hopefully next season though, you know, let's let's hope cross our fingers, you know, and we'll say it again, you know. Hopefully we get to see that full entire team. That yeah, offense. as a football fan, as I love to see fan, teams like as that. As much as I, strength, I'm yeah. not a Steelers fan, that is something that I, I wouldn't turn the channel because it is entertaining well, and they are it's good football. You know what I mean? You just can't oh, yeah. you can't lie about it. Martavis Bryant alone, dude, I would love to see the guy play football game. That that dude was a freak. Him next to Antonio Brown, when you're trying to double Antonio Brown, you're leaving this dude open. This dude was a machine. Right. I, I missed that dude playing football. It's such a great deep threat. I mean, yeah. if you have to worry about the top and you have Antonio Brown just working the, oh, the exactly. whole entire route tree across the middle of the field, it's impossible do do? to stop. And then right. you have to worry about Le'Veon. It's right. Just and then even if they, even ridiculous. if they, even in the shotgun, they pull, pull uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell and put him on the outside. You know what I mean? And put him in out as a receiver. Yep. What the fuck are you gonna do with three guys like that on, on the field? Bell, like, right. Like it ain't gonna fucking happen. I'm sorry. And then even if you wanted to be a dick, you could put D'Angelo Williams in the backfield and fucking run an option. You know what I mean? Like. Go the fuck ahead. Like, put this entire offense on the field at one time, and I guarantee you next season, don't fuck up any of you guys. Please, like, stay healthy, come back next season, and let's see something spectacular. That doesn't change the fact, though. How many touchdowns did they have in two playoff games? Uh, Two? Two. Is that it? Yeah, what they get? Yeah, they didn't have one against the Chiefs. Yeah, no, done. Yeah, so So, there's one, one TD. They had six red zone opportunities against the Chiefs and six field goals. Yeah, that's insane. With it, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, the healthy. Ooh, that's a good point. You showed it with. Yeah, with but the, you know but, what I mean. It's like you're you're playing, in my opinion, the best active team in the NFL. Yeah, or defensively. Yeah, as an entire team, you know what I mean. Defense. You want to talk about everything put together? I feel like they were the best defense this year. I mean, they, they obviously Denver wasn't in in the picture. I think so the yeah. Giants were the best. I, uh, the more Giants and more, I, really, I really good. I think the Giants. I don't know. And Tampa Bay. I feel like Tampa Bay was a really good defense this season. Not too. in that level at all. I I, don't I think. feel like they they. I feel like next season with a, a little more time together as a defense, that they're going to be a whole lot better. Watch out. For they're young, season. and I think they could do that for sure. Yeah. yeah. But uh, this I, year though, they I don't feel like they were that. They weren't that great. I, I they. As they a fantasy football dog, player, I just feel like the they weren't. They out of Seattle. Seattle's yeah, they offensive did. line. They, 
they're good. Gerald McCoy, yeah, that, that's just a bad matchup. It, it was, Our but offensive line I, is terrible. I, it it is, but I just feel like they beat some really good teams this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, that we're playing really good football and won at key points. That's that's all I'm saying. You no, know that's I mean? a good good point. I I, I I would I would put them in in, in my opinion as a talent wise and as as uh, I, I wouldn't say consistent. You know what I mean? But uh, as what they're able to produce versus their coaching staff, we'll, we'll take that. Put that aside. You know what I mean? Because uh, really, I feel like their defense. Any time that they really did struggle was purely on coaching. You know what I mean? Uh, I. I I, I don't know. Yeah. But uh they're going to have a the if you're talking about the Bucks, man, they're going to have a, a tough season next year if if the Falcons are staying the way that they are. I don't I it, it, is the Atlanta Falcons going to keep everybody though. Do they have the money to keep everybody? I'm I'm not and, 100% sure on this. Uh Freeman might be going, I think maybe I'm I'm, I'm not, not sure. I'm not that. sure. I'm, I don't I, I don't want to quote that. Actually, but that's but. that's the problem with a lot of Super Bowl teams. That's they say like the Super Bowl hangover or whatever. Right. And that's well, why everybody I'm, wants money. I just won you a fucking Super like Bowl. Like 2013 bitch. when the Seahawks like, won the Super Brandon Bowl. Brandon Browner, bye bye Max Unger, Max. bye bye yep. fucking. Uh, uh, did we uh, lose Maxwell uh, that same year too? No, or was he, it the year after? It. Yeah, no, but we did lose Jiglani that year. We, uh, Malcolm, uh, Malcolm Ma- Smith. Malcolm, no, he was still there. All he right. didn't leave until the season after that. Um, yeah, because he went to Oakland last season. That's right. Well, and, but, uh, and Irvin. And Irvin. Bruiser. Ugh. Anyways, I, actually, I'm kind of <laughs> ha- I Oakland is my other favorite team other than the Seattle Seahawks anyways, but they always have been. But, uh, Wish we could have seen them come this far this year, man. Oh, so dude, I, 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 dude, I fucking knew they were going to be amazing this season. I, I, well, they had the young core in play. Dude, I mean, Cleo Mack, the best, dude, maybe oh, the, what the, the best get, defensive he, player he, in the NFL. He, he, he got defensive or? player of the year. So did he? Yeah, yes, Cleo Mack got it, it. dude. I, yeah, no, I, I felt like Bobby Wagner de- de- deserved it, in my opinion. Ah, hundred sixteen solo tackles in a season. I don't know if I'd say the the defensive player in the year, but Bobby Wagner had like an amazing year. The best middle linebacker, no question. Not even close. But Cleo Max is totally different. He's more like a Von Miller type of player, a yeah, pass yeah, rush, you know. Yeah. Oh, 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 so you can't really is. compare them like as linebackers. They're completely different. I I felt like, uh, but but Bobby Wagner had interceptions. He had sacks. Yeah, exactly. He That's had, what I'm saying. They're, he was a, different. He's he, a coverage linebacker. You know what I mean? Well, no, but he had sacks. He freaking, you know what I mean? He what well, he picked up a fumble a fumble for a touchdown this season. You know what I mean? He did yeah. all. He was all over the field. Not to mention. You couldn't talk about every week oh, 10 plus tackles. You know what I mean? Dude, if we're talking about defensive player of the year, though, I have to give it to Cleo because he w- he was like a force that was like what J.J. Watt can do, where it's like him alone can impact the game on a level. Oh, where true. He wins the game for their football team. And I mean, Bobby Wagner, he he's one hell of a linebacker, right? He can stop the run, he can play in coverage. But I don't know if I've seen a game this year where he changed the entire outcome of an entire football game. What's that matter? He got a pick six and a fucking uh, and a hit for a fumble in one game. Oh fuck! Dude. And then he freaking ripped the ball out of freaking uh, what's his dick's hands and fucking uh, Richard Sherman picked it up on that fumble too. Damn. Oh no, Cam Chancellor picked it up. I stand corrected. No, but- he had a hell of a season. Oh, I think he was the best pure linebacker in, pure. in the league. But Khalil Mack is just is a pass rush linebacker, you know, and like he gets those fumble, those strat, you know, those well, sack fumbles he, he, that he can was, just change the game. He and was, he had a lot of sacks. Oh, he did. He did. Or how many he had total? How, how many? I think, think sixteen or fifty. It's right around there. I don't Jesus know the exact Christ. number, but I think he averaged a sack a game. Well, it was what uh, Beasley was the leading sack. 
Beasley was the least, like, leading sack guy. It's, it's like 16 or 17. Didn't, didn't Cliff Averill? Right below. I th- didn't Cliff Averill got second, didn't he? Like thir- 13 or 15, 14? 13 yeah, or 14, yeah. something like that? He had a hell of a season as well. But anyways, not to be a biased Seattle fan. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, we got to sprinkle them in. Yeah, a little we're bit. Better. A little bit. We're, uh, <laughs> we're still in that lamenting yeah, dude, stage. I'm, I'm, I'm licking my wounds still. Well, yeah, we're heading I'm into a game where wounds. none of our real teams are, are representing, so it's it's a little rough, man. It's a bitter time. It's bittersweet. It is. It, it, it really but the football is. fan of me is like excited for this dude, time this of year. Dude, this is going to so be fucking yes. great. Like. Yeah. It it really is. It, uh, I'm well. You literally you got the two best quarterbacks in the NFL, pure quarterback in the NFL, going to get head to head. And when was the last time that you actually saw a, a an off a true offensive shootout going head to head in the Super Bowl? You know, I, there's a there's been a, what this reminds me of is almost like a, I heard a comparison actually on ESPN, so I might be stealing it a little bit, but it's like this this reminds you gave me credit. Oddly, of you know, last year, right? You have an NFC, you have an NFC South team that's coming up, and you know they're feeling the fire, they're feeling this momentum, and then they're going against this established team, you know. And what the what the Falcons are doing on offense is outstanding. Um, as far as the battle of the two best offenses, I think I'd give the offense to the Falcons, but I think all around team build, dude. Do you do you, do you guys really see them getting past the Patriots? I do. Well, what's weird is this is the same exact, as far as statistically, this is the same exact matchup, the Seahawks and the, and the Broncos. The number one offense against the number one defense in points allowed. A lot of people don't realize the New England number one in points per game allowed. Yeah, that blew so, my mind when you told me that earlier. Holy shit. Yeah, I, it blew my mind when I heard it like two or three weeks ago, whenever I heard it. But uh, I, I, I just feel like it's... It, I, this is no s- statistical evidence or anything backing it, but it just feels like it's Atlanta's year. It just... They're just on fire. I think Matt Ryan's playing the best quarterback in the right now. I think he's the best quarterback. I mean, this year he played the best. I think. Oh yeah, I'd say so. And they're just well rounded. I don't know. They're Tom just, Brady's first five weeks back was pretty incredible. Well, he's, you didn't play the first four games though. You know. Yeah, that's true. I just I'm just saying his first. But his, no, I'm not. He went what, Tom 12, Brady. 12 touchdowns, no interceptions, in like in. In a four game streak. You see Matt Ryan's season totals? No, no, I didn't. I actually didn't even look yet. Dude, but, they're pretty ridiculous. Oh, no. Uh, anybody that averages 350 plus passing yards in a game <laughs> at se- in an entire season, yeah. you got to say that MVP. Yeah, you know? he. I mean, he deserves it. He absolutely deserves it. He better. Like uh, uh, Anthony said it earlier. He said it uh, off air. He said. Uh, if Matt Ryan doesn't get an or, or MVP, this shit is fixed. There's no credibility yep. at all. No, and not that at award all. if he doesn't get it. I so, think. how much you guys? Because a lot of this is playing into me too. It's like I just want to see. I'm. Well, well, I guess we'll get into the full on picks later. But how many of you guys just want to see the Falcons win just because it's fucking Tom Brady and you're sick of the Patriots? Dude, you don't need five rings, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. Matt Ryan's getting old and he deserves it. He had a hell of a season. <laughs> I definitely don't. I don't hate the Patriots as much as a lot of people do in this area, but I don't. I definitely don't want to see them just as much as I don't want to see the Spurs win it in the NBA. Right. For some reason, I still latch onto LeBron, but like that's a whole <laughs> different thing. But but yeah, like I was. That's why I was hoping Atlanta Steelers because that would have been an amazing two offenses going against each other. But then it's different too. Although the Steelers, you know, they're in it quite a bit. But the last four or five years you know it's been patriots pretty much just dominating or broncos for one year or two years it's a lot of the but, same faces you right. know we're seeing over and over again 
maybe maybe we should go around the table. I almost want to know what you guys would project for this game as far as score and maybe certain standout players that you think will win the game for whatever team. So 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 I I want to give you guys a statistic here that I watched and I I saw this the other day. Out of the last, uh, including this Super Bowl, seventeen Super Bowls between Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Big Ben. 14 or 13 out of those 17 games has been with those three. Yes. Jesus. Yeah, in crazy. the game, in the big ball. What that shows too is how lopsided the AFC is, man. Oh. That's what frustrates me a lot. It really is cuz all the three of those are AFC quarterbacks through and through. You know what I mean? Colt, you, I mean, you, uh Big Ben's obviously been a franchise quarterback with Pittsburgh and Tom Brady obviously the same thing, but uh, uh you even got Peyton Manning going with freaking the Colts and Denver. Yeah, which are uh, all AFC. See that I mean, there's a lot of times. I mean, this I'm gonna exclude this year, but there's a lot of times where I feel like the NFC will have more powerful football teams, and it's like I almost wish there wasn't NFC well, on NFC I, Super Bowl, but not this year. I feel like the AFC teams are much older teams with a lot more. It money. feels like it's top heavy. It is definitely. It's like two, three, four, maybe four teams that and are then, just like elite contenders, yeah. and then and then the NFC right. there's like five, six, seven, like wild card kind of hot teams that right well they're hot every few seasons because i mean like this year like with cowboys packers atlanta seattle yeah. like there's a lot of teams you could have seen and then making the a houston, push right the houston's make the playoffs in the fucking afc you know? yeah dolphins oh my god dolphins and, and texans were in the playoffs <laughs> yeah i i said it in the off season before the season started i said oakland and uh, oakland and miami will be in the playoffs next year oh, I, I, I was definitely thinking oakland but i wasn't thinking miami oh i knew they were gonna do it. i did J.H.I., man, I, I, that motherfucking kid, dude, he was – he and he had a hell of a season too. He, he tapered it, off, he, but he had like a good – he had it, 200, 200 yards back-to-back. Like for like what, that. three games or some three shit? Three games, yeah. yeah, in a row. Like He, he tapered he, off after that, but – Before yeah, that, though, he was season. consistent, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100 yards easy a game, you know, for the most part of the season. He had he did pretty well. Right. Uh, and, 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 and including when you have Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback, it's, it's really hard to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not a Tannehill fan. I hate Tannehill. He's terrible. Hey, we all three hate Tannehill. Oh, my yeah. God. Tannehill. He's just, <laughs> he's just Tannehill, dude. Tannehill. Because he's a big fat pussy. Look at what happened to him. He didn't even get to play in the playoffs. Fucking queers. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Not, don't, don't mind the vulgar language. That's the beer talking. All right. I want to start maybe with you, Chris. What 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 do you actually see for the Super Bowl? I want to know like point total, end of the game, and the big oh. X factors for each team, and oh. maybe some yardage predictions if you want to get crazy. Yardage predictions? Oh, we're getting that detailed. All right, all right. Let me fucking let me learn you something, young Padawan. Um, I feel like Atlanta is going to dominate this game. One hundred ten percent. I feel like it's going to be a dominant game by them. I picture them. 37 plus points and I'm putting I'm putting New England less than 20 26. What would you uh, say I, a final score of it would be? I would say probably 38 38 25. Not 25, 26, my bad. <laughs> hmm. Now who uh, pulls all that who who pulls all those points in for the Falcons? I honestly think it's going to be spread between Tevin Coleman and uh Julio Jones. I really think Coleman is going to be an extreme threat on their defense, uh, especially if they put him on the edge, you know what I mean, and let him just fucking just break. If they give him any kind of break, he's gone, you know what I mean. And uh, 
uh, Julio Jones, you, they're they're gonna he's gonna they're gonna put him on the outside. He's gonna break in a post route, get him deep. You know what I mean? Because nobody on, in my opinion, on the the Patriots secondary has anything for Julio. Uh, I I just I it uh, honestly I don't think if any of the elite quarterbacks this season or or not cor- uh, cornerbacks, excuse me. Uh, could ha- it could handle him? Nobody on New England is going to be able to do it. So, I I I got Julio for two touchdowns and Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman both for one each. Whew. I like that. You're expecting a blowout from the Falcons. No, don't, don't get me wrong. I got Julie Edelman, Julian Edelman for two and uh, Legarrette Blunt for one, and then we'll put a uh, field goal in there. So I like that. Hmm. What do you got? What do you think? How's the shape up for you? I, I think it's going to be like 33 to 24 Atlanta. Atlanta? Yeah. Atlanta's too well-rounded, man. They, they got are. They're just – So you you had – obviously Julio has this is the star player, but they he's had like three or four games where he like completely shut out, and I think that's because teams focused on that, and I think Bill Belichick's going to do the same. But Atlanta has too many weapons, and as they showed in those other games that Julio was shut out for like – there were like three catches for forty yards type of games. What's who's their number two receiver? Mar, uh, uh, Gabriel Sanu. Sanu and, yeah, Sanu. Sanu and Gabriel. Yeah, two and three. Yeah, yeah, and both uh, and those guys are so fast too. Both of those guys, and know. they have the tight end who's not you know great, but no, like but if you they, leave, if you, if you put him in the Julio, seam, you put him in the seam. You know what I mean? Just send him straight up the field, and then you you got freaking Julio Jones and freaking Muhammad Sanu and uh, fucking Gabriel. On the outside there, what the fuck are they gonna do? Like right. they don't have enough people to cover all of that, especially if you put, uh, you know, Devonta Freeman or Tevin Coleman in the background. Like, what the fuck are you gonna do? Yeah, the, the Atlanta's not a team you can just, you know, set to shut out one guy because there's so many weapons that that's what they want. They right. want you to focus, and then they're just gonna go. Okay, right. we're just gonna dump it off to the running backs. So or we're gonna much throw it to Gabriel, there. or there's a lot of a lot of options. And they have around. a really, in my opinion, underrated offensive line because they do really oh, well. Well, yeah, the addition of Alex Mack at center from the Browns is like it was huge. <laughs> it it huge. was. It too bad he's not playing in this game, but right, right. But as far as their offensive line, right, it was pretty good because it, of that. But uh, I still just. You know, you can always compensate for that by throwing dump right. scre- little screens exactly. and stuff to the running back. And Matt so. Ryan is such an experienced guy. You know what I mean? This is this isn't, you know, this is his first time going to the big show, but he he's in my opinion he's he he's really his field awareness is fucking incredible. You know what I mean? Knowing where his receivers are at all times, he's really good at getting dumping the ball real quick, quick too. You know what real I mean? quick. You know, he's he's barely a step and a half back sometimes, and he's dropping the ball out, you know what I mean, just because he's got to get rid of it. And uh, I just – I mean, you can see the frustration with the, the Michael Bennett and Averill, like, getting pretty good pressure. Right. But, like, he's just so quick. He, he just – he find, he knows where to go close. right really, away. And, man, and in, and in my opinion, I don't feel like – I don't feel like New England's defensive line is really anything on, on, on teams that they've beaten so far. You know what I mean? Yeah. So – well, I might have to be the, uh, the upset guy. And it's weird saying that picking the Patriots in the Super Bowl is an upset even, I'll tell you that, because I I do feel like, okay, the Falcons have the momentum coming into this. I really do feel like, like what you're saying, it feels like their, it feels like their year. To me, I, I expect, and if I want to get crazy with it, I'm going to say it ends up 24 to 27, and the Patriots win it 
on a final drive no like Tom Brady's way. known to do. You're going to oh, yeah. let the kicker finish the game oh, for him? Yeah. Again? Mm-hmm. And they, they won't be to, Adam Vinatieri this they, time. They, they did it to fucking Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk, those sons of bitches. It's happening. They did it to the Panthers. Yeah, no. God Dude, damn I'll it. tell you exactly how it happens, too. So the first half of the game, Falcons have the slight edge, and they take Julio almost completely out of this game. What you were saying earlier is that, you know, like, well, like what they could do with Antonio. They're, they'll be able to, I feel like, focus a lot of their firepower on getting him calmed down. But then again, the Falcons have proved game in and game out, even with Julio Jones on an injury, that it doesn't matter. They can throw just as many yards, just as many touchdowns. Someone else shows up. So I don't expect them being able to really stop. I, I feel like it's one of those who punches first and you just got to keep trading. You know, if you punt, you're already falling back because I feel like this could be a really big offensive game. I just, I, I, I something about a lot of this rides on Tom Brady. And I, I feel like his experience in the Super Bowl, you know, maybe some of these Falcon players get the jitters, which we've seen in previous Super Bowls. And I just don't see what their answer is for Tom Brady. You know, like it, I could say the same thing on the vice versa side with Matt Ryan, but I do feel like the Patriots defense has enough in them to be able to shake them up and rattle them a little bit. They just, they came off an amazing game, but they were playing one of the worst secondaries in the NFL towards the end of the year. Ah, I, I just got to trust in Tom Brady as much as I hate to say. I would love the Falcons to win this game, but I just feel like this is going to be another year stolen by the Patriots, you know? I don't know if that's a crazy... Oh, okay, I'll throw some yardage. I'll tell you what. Julio doesn't get more than 60 yards. I was going to throw out a stat like that. Ooh, similar, 60 got? or 70 yards. Like, le- yeah. You think I think, they limit I got, but I, I think they have so many weapons that that's going to benefit them. They're gonna they're gonna leave too many. There's gonna be like a random play where it's a, a no name tight end or, or Tevin Coleman is just wide open for you know I got, a big chunk play. I got Julio Jones for 110 yards. <coughs> 110 yards. I'm gonna put freaking Devontae Freeman at at least 70. Whew. Rushing, I assume. Ru- yeah. See, now I I feel like if the Falcons were to win this game, their key to it will be trusting your running backs. Lots of that underneath shit because. Like, like you guys made very good points. You know, what do you do about all these weapons on the outside? And then you have these two running backs that are both outstanding pass catchers and that can do their own plays. And that, that is that is tough. I feel like if Atlanta is going to do it, they're going to have to really rely on those. So if Atlanta does get a lot of their yards, I feel like it does come out of passes to the running backs. Well, and don't count out Atlanta's defense. They're, they've right. been playing very well in this in this postseason. Coached by Dan Quinn. Exactly. Who's yeah, been baby. in the last three Super Bowls, by the way. Exactly. Oh, shit. Two, right. two with the defensive counter, two with the defensive coordinator of the Seahawks. Yeah. Who played no, the yeah. well, not last season. Oh, three of the last four, I'm sorry. Yeah, three, three of the, the last three four. Three of the last four, he's been in. Yep. And uh, you got you to, he's a great coach. I mean, obviously it shows. And it's uh, uh, secondary. I mean, they're, they're playing fantastic these last two weeks. They picked off Aaron Rodgers twice last week. I mean, it was... Uh, they just been playing really well. And then you got Vic Beasley up in the fucking front just in the quarterback's face. And we all know what happens when, when you put real pressure behind the line of scrimmage on Tom Brady. Or any quarterback. Any quarterback. Any quarterback. They're not going to have a good day. And I just don't feel like – I look at what happened in New England's offensive line when they played a caliber team as not to sound biased against Seattle – or really great defensive team, you know, lines, you know, they tend to struggle because Tom Brady gets frustrated because he doesn't have the time to get his receivers open. And with the speed that the Atlanta Atlanta secondary has, 
I feel like they're able to. They're going to be able, except for Julian Edelman. Don't, don't, don't. I'm not going to say that they don't have nobody that could outrun their secondary. but I just I feel like their their secondary is really going to be able to shut them down. I'll tell you who's going to do it right now. I just had an immediate thought of a prediction: eighty yards receiving Deion Lewis. Really? Damn. Yeah, I was going to say Chris Hogan. Yeah, yeah I was like, Hogan's going to do it. I think Hogan. Don't dude. sleep on Chris Hogan, man. Watch last week's film, dude. He was fucking spectacular. He did, he had a great game. Yeah. He, his cuts were really really good. He he his route running was spectacular. His awareness of the def- defenders on the field and where de- deciding on where he needed to be at the field to get open, it was really it played really well. Well, I've heard a lot of talk about you know Brady makes all his receivers better, but and stuff you know, but Hogan was getting open. I mean, yeah, that, that's nothing open. on Brady. No, Brady finds him, and that's all credit to him. Yeah, but, but against Chris the Pittsburgh Hogan, Steelers defense too. But Hogan's had quite a few games this year. He's kind of off and on. He, he has like one bust. game where he just explodes, and he's you know. Six he's like, for 110. He's T.Y. Hilton-esque, you know, where he has these big games <laughs> right. and he has, like, little little weird games. I feel like that's more just the Patriots. Just, you know, they'll have these games where they run LeGarrette Blunt 30 times, you know, and pound you to death. And then they'll have these games where Tom Brady throws it 45 times. So I, th- I feel like that's part of it. What I, approach do you figure they take in, in this Super Bowl? Uh, offensively or do you yeah, think? offensively. Do you think it's, uh, it's more Tom of like Brady a throwing a ball, ground and pound? I think it's more ground and pound. You think, Obviously, you think Brady's Blunt's going to be be running the ball more than Tom Brady passes it. I wouldn't say that, okay. but if if it's thirty passes for Brady and twenty five for Legarrette Blunt, I feel like that's more of a run. Well, that's game. that's a Bill Belichick style offense. He, that, he you definitely know what I mean? tries like, to keep it. Definitely tries to balance it out for the most part. Well, Atlanta's so good at just. Like they're just smart, man. They take just, these quick little uh, four or five, six yard games whenever they get them, and they're always in good. Like, well, we had Seahawks. Some how many times did they have like a you know a second and eighteen or like third and thirteen? And, they just and like <laughs> Atlanta's always in third and shorts because they just they get they see something open for four or five yards. He they take it and they right. do, and then they wait. Well, that's Bill Belichick style of coaching as well. Bill, that's how the, in my opinion that's half of the reason why they are that good is because they do do those short routes all the time. Seahawks got beat by freaking in the Super Bowl because Julian Edelman on those short fucking routes. You know what yep. I mean? Right up the gut. Just fucking one Gronk on a linebacker, any linebacker Ooh, in the right. league. That, it's over. that was a problem too. It, it it was as well, but I I I honestly I feel like uh, between Amendola and Welker was def, or Welker and 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 uh fucking shit edelman edelman uh i felt like they were definitely more of a worry for us than gronk was just because our defensive line was so good at that point you know what i mean because we still had chris clemens and michael bennett and all of that at that point uh uh, uh, really it was their their receivers are super smart receivers and bill belichick picks them out hand picks them fuckers out and they all all of them always seem to do good well, I mean, they just fit a system you know it's you like, do your job that's all he like Wes walker them. was like a nobody and then he, yeah. he gets in the right system with tom brady with the he his you know his strength is quick quickness just quick routes short right. routes and you get him with tom brady who's just the ultimate just dissects defenses, just you know dink and dunk well, he, like that. He, he's obviously the most experienced champion in the league you know what i mean he he knows how to pick about these championship teams you know what i mean who no matter how good they are you know well he's lost more super bowls than most quarterbacks <laughs> have even 
one or been to or right what what, he's lost two he's lost two to the giants yeah both to eli fucking little dick manning (laughs) (laughs) fucking mouth breather (laughs) what you were saying earlier about lou garrett blunt i could see like this wild card kind of script where everyone's expecting the shootout offensive power all these touchdowns these these two quarterbacks and then the patriots say uh not today we're gonna keep it on the ground keep fucking matt ryan off the field because every time they get the ball they generally score, so the longer you can keep them off the field and just pound fucking rock up the up the gut, just slowly down the field, killing short shock. passes. Well, that's uh, that's how Seattle lost the game. They started out good. They kept Matt Ryan off the field. They were able to make. I mean, what they their first drive took what the first fucking eight well, minutes we of the we quarter. fucked ourselves by having the five point turnaround with the safety and then the free field goal. Yeah, that was like we that, you can't do that. No, shit that, and no, it was. To keep up. It, it was. It, it, we were playing. I think we were playing great. Uh, the defense played played pretty decently. The offense wasn't able to do as much as they should have been. Uh, yeah. When you say five point safety, are you referring to like a one a single high that is in charge of five? Oh no, I or? meant the yeah the five point turn the five point play where we had they had the safety. Oh, and, and then, then they got the ball right away, and, and we're like basically oh. in field goal range already. So yeah. that was like a five point swing right at the end oh. of the, right at the end of the first half. I thought it was some cool football angle that I didn't get. I, I, I think I meant football. to say five point swing. Yeah. Ooh, five point swing. But right. I said five point that safety. That was a momentum maybe. killer. Yeah. I remember that safety. Oh. Yeah, well, and then the Hester, fucking... the Hester return. It, with like the, and yeah, it was like a, it was like a forty-five yard or fifty-yard fucking return. And then we got and a then penalty. we got a penalty on an illegal block in the backfield. And so like, are, yeah, but I digress. Anyway. Oh, dude, that was just that was so brutal. As a Seahawks fan, it was just like, at, and then that's when you really knew it was over. In my opinion, when the Hester when the Hester penalty came, like that's when you were just like. Okay, Seattle's not. They're not. well because you know Atlanta is gonna. They're gonna. Take they're advantage. gonna score a lot. So that's what we had to like keep. We can't just give them opportunities no, like that. No, and that's. You know? I said that last week before, uh, or before the Green Bay game. You know what I mean? I said, it's all gonna be about who gets the ball first and who scores first. You know what I mean? And yeah. and really, Atlanta. I mean, yes, Seattle did score first in that game. It was just after that they didn't do shit in the first half. You know and, and, Right. And uh, Green Bay was the same thing, you know. They just couldn't do nothing in the first half, and it was it was really brutal to watch. And so now you got Atlanta coming in super hot, beating in my opinion the two best other teams in the NFC, you know, and really solidifying your NFC championship, in my opinion, you know. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. This could be, you know, it didn't. Uh, the teams I don't I like didn't make it in. Uh, Patriots got in. I, I'd rather had the Chiefs, but after the Chiefs' first playoff game, I didn't like it. But either way, out of these results, I still feel like you know there's been some Super Bowls where I'm just not very excited to watch. This one, this one's different. This one, I could see a lot more exciting offense. I'd, I'd, I'd guess than we've seen in previous Super Bowls. This could be. You, you see some really great players in in their primes right now playing lights out, and man, I expect I expect one hell of a show. Oh yeah, it's gonna be fucking fantastic. But we'll see, though. We'll yeah. see. I got Atlanta. Yeah, I, I think Atlanta's. I don't know. Their offense. Matt Ryan. Is just, they're just on. Their offense is really good. Matt Ryan. Really is good. On I think they're gonna lose some Terminator players this year right to free agency. 
It's like where the Seahawks lost some of those defensive guys, and now you look back and it's like, damn, they had Bruce Irvin on that team. Yeah, and all, you know what I mean? It's going to be like Bruce Irvin, in my opinion, was a major loss for us, man, because yeah. he was so, he was as well, as well as Bobby Wagner, such a dynamic player for our defense. Right. You could put him on the edge rush, you could put him in coverage, you could put him on a run stop, whatever you know, blitz, whatever. He was a quick, oh, yeah. and he athletic, was He's speed, and, yeah, athletic, just yeah, everything. Yeah. You know, that's how they he, he, You know, he, he came in as a defensive end, and then. You know, Pete Carroll and fucking Dan Quinn got a hold of him and turned him into this fucking linebacker defensive end hybrid thing, and it was just like, yeah. and it really worked out for him, and it made it made it an, a whole different style of player for guys like Khalil Mack and shit like that. You know what I mean? It it, it really, in my opinion, set up a whole. Well, I'd say Von Miller probably had a little more to do with that yeah. than. Like with that, with that weird hybrid linebacker defensive end. Irvin was like know. good, but he was never like. I don't know. He was our leading tackler last season, wasn't he? Uh, but he was never like Von Miller. Like, they're the same type of player. Right, right, right. right. No, and Von like, Miller, he, obviously, is, the, in, in my opinion, the number one linebacker in the league by out of any standards. And the, I mean, not that he had the season that Bobby Wagner did, but uh, t- talent-wise and what he's capable of doing, I feel like he's probably the best out there right now. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, the only other guy that you could talk about anywhere in linebackers is fucking Luke Keekley at that point. And he's hurt. And so he's hurt. Like, it's so. just no question. Yeah. There's no question. It just that. goes to, it, man, you just got to give the Patriots props as much as you hate to do it. I mean, because yeah. like pe- teams go to the Super Bowl or they win it or they lose it and they just have this fall but off. The Patriots they have lose been there. players. Right. And the Patriots are still there, like every year. Well, and they're not afraid to cut these big name players. Jamie Collins now with the Browns got right. a fifty million dollar contract. They didn't care. This guy was a an absolute baller. He wanted a little bit of money, and they said, "Hey, go fuck yourself. We'll find someone else. We'll get a good draft up. pick, and we'll retool just like they do all and the time." And it didn't phase yeah. them at all. No, uh, yeah, Bill Belichick. They, they traded. Tra- they, they traded uh, Chandler Jones too to the. Or they see that's insane. Yeah, Chandler Jones went Chandler to Jones and Jamie Collins, and this team is the number one points per game defense. Still, it's crazy. Yeah, it, 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 it's uh, there. There, it's. I give it up to Belichick. I mean, if there's the, well, the it's all fact about that he keeps showing back up in the Super Bowl, it's it's a testament to him. Oh, it is. No question. No question at it all. It goes to show quarterback and head coach, man. You got that. That's why we got Pete Carroll and, and Russell Wilson. Well, uh, well, look at we'll freaking uh, Brett Favre and fucking Mike Holmgren. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. shit like that. You know, it's like, Bill Walsh, Joe Montana. Right, uh, uh, that's deadly. Right, you have you the know. quarterback and, and head coach, man. You can build you're good around to go. that. You can, exactly. That's all you need because at that point, your your route runners are going to route run their routes, and as long as they're where they're supposed to be at, and you got a good quarterback, and they have semi decent hands, they're going to catch the ball. Well, here's the perfect uh, parallel to that. Look at the Texans. You know, you miss that. You have a stellar. You have studs on both sides of the football. You got Jadavian Clowney, JJ Watt out, but you got DeAndre Hopkins and Lamar then you put, Miller now. Yeah, that, it's an amazing and signing. Then you don't have a quarterback, and, and look what happens. You, you fall you're into terrible. pieces. You suck. Well, that, look, look at what happened to the Rams after Sam Bradford left. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they were never that great. What are you You're giving about? more. Man, I, Sam dude, Bradford was not that great. He did, dude, he beat the dog shit out of Seattle every time. The Rams, the defensive line beat our offensive line. No, that's for It wasn't well, Sam just, Bradford. I, I just felt like he, 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 he definitely had a good good idea in, in controlling all of their offense. He was like a Ryan Tannehill. He's just a solid little quarterback. He's just one of those guys that's like just like the middle of the row, kind of like yeah. the look over. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I had some love for him just because he's a rival, I guess, in Seattle. But. He was. 
Rams, man, the Rams have a way with Seattle, don't they? they? Fuck Jeff the defensive line. Well, think about it, bitch. You know they have maybe the best defensive line in the league up there. It's got to be Aaron against Donald. the worst Aaron, offensive line. Aaron Donald. Like that's just the perfect it's storm. A bad matchup. Man. And it's a divisional game. You know those are usually tough, anyways. Right. No matter, uh, no matter who, what division it is, when they're divisional games, it's always oh, yeah. rough. You know yeah. what I mean? What Cleveland and fucking uh, what Baltimore over there? They almost shit. beat the Steelers at the end. Yeah, they to did get their second one. <laughs> yeah, it was the like, last game of the year. Yeah, um, they, and Steelers might have rested some people. I don't remember. I don't but. think Le'Veon Bell played. I don't yeah, think Big Ben Ben played the second half and stuff. But go RG three next year. Dude, I, oh, I got man. hopes for him, man. And Terrell, a lot of people. RG three. I, I got hopes. I hope he does something. They might be drafting Deshaun Watson. They might be getting Tony Romo. <laughs> Tony Romo's not going to the Cleveland Browns. Tony Romo is the kind of guy. He's at the type of you know his time of the career he's at. He might be going to like Houston or like. Well, San Diego's going or uh, Philip Rivers going to fucking Houston. L.A. The Rams. You think so? He, no, they he, they already said it. He's going to the Rams. Romo staying in Texas. That would be interesting. Ooh, if he went to yeah, Houston, that would ooh, that'd ooh that'd be, be interesting. It would be really interesting. Well, and and and, and Dallas wouldn't feel bad about that either because it's not in the NFC. Yeah. Right. Well, they'd That's have to deal with them, though. They'd have to. The Cowboys would have to deal with them, but in the Super Bowl, they, they wouldn't give a shit. You if know? Tony Romo went to the Super Bowl without the Dallas Cowboys, I would have laugh. A Cowboys and fucking Texas Texan Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. That that they, could be. I mean, that if, could be. That could game. be good. You put da- finally, we get to see who's better, Dak or Romo. Right. <laughs> I'd, I'd actually be entertained by that. I mean, you'd have a lot of high-profile players: Des Bryant, you know, Ezekiel Elliott. DeAndre Hopkins, J.J. Watt, Jason Witten, Davion Clowney, Lamar Miller. I mean, you got a lot of a lot of skill players there. It'd be like a more interesting version of a Pro Bowl, right? Where they actually give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, put it all on the line. Fuck. But um. all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for listening to this episode. It's been a great time. Uh, Hell yeah, I've had a good time. I don't know about you, but. Fuck! Give us a give us give us a give us a shout out. Give us an email at a third half sc at gmail dot com, and uh, that's t h i r d half sc at gmail dot com. Uh, give give us a good rating, a five star. Give us that like button, whatever the fuck it is that you're listening to us on. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, Antoine, plug yourself a little bit. What's up, bro? Oh, nothing, man. I'm just if you anybody needs any beats, just hit me up at Anthony Work nineteen eighty six at yahoo dot com. Ooh, Yahoo yeah. email. Yeah, yeah. It's been the same since like high school, man. Hell yeah, yeah. Hell so, yeah. even original. I got like thirty of those fucking things now. I don't oh, even yeah. know how to keep track of them. I got um, I got a, a, a Yahoo, a Hotmail, and a Google. Well, shit, it's been fun, man. It's a Hell good yeah. first time. Hell yeah! It was time, it was man. a blast. We we enjoyed having you on, and thanks for coming out. And uh, I'm sure we'll have you around again. Sounds and good. We'll, we'll uh, I guess we got another one coming up uh, after the Super Bowl, letting you guys know what the fuck went down. Yeah, you know how right I was. You know when the Patriots shit. win this thing, twenty-seven to twenty-four. We'll fucking see about <laughs> that. What I call it, uh, 30, uh, 30, 34, or no, thirty-six. Uh, we 24. Got, we'll go back. Yeah, to we'll the be able to figure fuck it back it, out. Fuck it, dude. <laughs> I, I just got Atlanta whooping that ass. So, uh, all right, guys. Fuck yeah. Go, Hawks. Peace out. You. Yeah.